Don't worry. Everything is under control. No. Monsters! school year is going even better. This podcast series will sometimes feature myself rambling on about a variety of topics. Sometimes I will invite other teachers to use my platform to voice their concerns and their beliefs. And other times I like to bring in teachers' voices through the written word. I know a lot of times we don't have time to sit down and go through all the resources out there that are available in the written word. And I know a lot of teachers have gotten back to me and say they listen to this podcast on their way to work, walking. And if there's a way I can bring some of those written resources to you guys and let those teachers' voices be heard, then so be it. I'm going to do it. And I want to share one post in particular. Six takeaways for managing your classroom effectively this year. And this is written by Yukiri Tirada. I may be mispronouncing that, but it's from August 13th, 2021 from edtopia.org. Let's get into it. Good classroom management is mostly invisible. While outbursts and disruptions are inevitable in the course of an academic year, they can be kept to a minimum by employing subtle techniques that work to create a positive classroom culture. Understandably, there's a significant gap between how novice and expert teachers approach classroom management, one that can take years of experience and training to fill, according to a new study. And while there's no replacement for spending time in the classroom on awareness of the right strategies and the right mindsets, and put new teachers on the fast track to adopting tactics that work, but might feel counterintuitive or risky. Meanwhile, more experienced teachers can benefit from insights that may help them sharpen or extend their existing playbook. Tips for teachers. Number one, plan your environment. Your classroom plays a key role in shaping the behavior of your students. A 2018 study, for example, found that heavily decorated classrooms made it harder for students to focus on a lesson, leading to off-task or disruptive behavior. While certain visual elements of the classroom can support learning, anchor charts, maps, images of role models, and displays of student work, for example, an overabundance of decorations can overstimulate. Seating plans also matter. A 2012 study found that students were three times more likely to be disruptive if they chose their own seat rather than being assigned one. 
If you're going to offer seating choice, many teachers say it ultimately improves classroom behavior, considering doing so only situationally and provide clear rules to let students know the consequences of frequent misbehavior. Number two, co-create norms. A common classroom management mistake is to display a list of rules and expect compliance. It can be more productive to have a conversation with your students about the reasons why rules exist and then produce a set of governing principles by consensus. In California, high school English teacher David Tao installs a sense of shared responsibility and ownership over the classroom's civility by co-creating classroom norms with his students. Together, they identify guidelines like being respectful of others, and then they evaluate the guidelines feasibly throughout the year, discarding the ones that don't seem valuable, meaningful, or useful. It's not one size fits all. Find ways to measure the size of the problem and respond accordingly. When a student misbehaves, Grace Dearborn, a high school teacher and author of Conscious Classroom Management, has developed a series of tiered choices framed as consequences, not punishments, to give students more autonomy. For example, low-level misbehavior might receive a gentle response, such as using nonverbal hand signals to encourage students to pay attention. Or Dearborn might try drive-by discipline, like saying the child's name quickly to disrupt the behavior without getting drawn into a bigger battle. Consequences are clear to the students and increase in intensity if the misbehavior persists. Students may be asked to change seats or take a time out to reflect on their actions. Ultimately, the most severe consequences, detention or a meeting with parents, are used if the student's behavior doesn't change. Number four, consider what's unspoken. Nonverbal communication like eye contact, body language, and even how you position yourself in the room has an impact on student behavior. Presence is crucial to maintaining classroom management and to effective delivery of instruction. And it's a skill we can develop with effort, explains Sal Hannock, a high school teacher. Develop your teaching presence. You can record yourself while you're teaching or solicit advice from trusted colleagues. Circulate in areas where you can be seen and make productive use of eye contact, not as a tool for surveillance, but as a way to connect with your students. Project confidence and accessibility and build rapport. Number five, relationships, relationships, relationships. Ultimately, classroom management begins and ends with strong relationships. A 2018 study found that greeting students at the door set a positive tone for the rest of the day. For example, dramatically improving academic engagement and behavior. Another study concluded that engaging in pro-social activities throughout the school year, such as regular check-ins or morning meetings, can reduce disruptions by up to 75%. Finally, learning a little about students' personal lives through get-to-know-you surveys and identity activities can provide insights into the root causes of behavior. Students can draw their own identity portraits to share both visible and invisible details about themselves, like religion or the hobbies they enjoy. You can also use writing prompts like, what inspires you? Or, what dreams do you have for after high school? To mine information you can use to deepen relationships and connect 
classroom lessons to students' interest. And finally, number six, pick your battles, but do battle when you have to. Students who are frequently the target of negative attention, being called out if they're not paying attention, or chatting with another student, for example, are more likely to become disengaged and apathetic, which leads to more behavioral issues in the future, according to a 2016 study. Don't try to fix all misbehavior in the classroom. Pick your battles. Avoid escalating the situation if you can. And remember that the most effective classroom management strategies are based on building relationships and increasing engagement with the content. You've been listening to an article from utopia.org written by Yuki Tarada. How novice and expert teachers approach classroom management differently. I feel like a lot of the points presented in this article are good not only for the new teachers out there, but also for veteran teachers like myself. Sometimes we can get in a habit, and maybe that habit isn't always good, so being reminded of strategies that I believe in are a good way to help me assess, hey, am I doing what I believe I should be doing? And if not, make corrections where I see necessary. But I think an important part, at least from my own experience that I saw in this particular article, was don't try to fix all misbehavior in your classroom. Pick your battles. Avoid escalating the situation if you can. And remember that the most effective classroom management strategies are based on building relationships and increasing engagement with the content. If you look in an effective teacher's classroom, you see that happen a lot. And if classroom management is something that you struggle with, it's cool to hear an article being read to you, but at the same time, it's probably going to even be more powerful if you sit and observe a teacher who is really good at it in your own particular school. Steal some of their ideas and apply it to your own teaching style. Thank you for listening to this program. We'll catch you later. Have a great rest of the week.